Today on More Podcast Money, insights into quitting your day job from somebody who actually did it. Who could use some more money? Maybe you didn't start your podcast looking to make money, but you hear about others who are making some cash and hey, you'd like to join that club. Well, you're in the right place. I've been podcasting since 2005 and I can tell you what is and is not working. Our website is morepodcastmoney.com, where you can see our blog, join our newsletter, and purchase the book, More Podcast Money. I'm your host, Dave Jackson. Now, who wants to make some more money? I met Tim Page at a podcasting event, and I sat in one of his sessions where he was teaching, I believe, email marketing, if I remember right. He is, I always say this, I love it when the good guys win, and Tim is a really nice guy. I think he specializes now in webinars, but the other thing he does is voiceover work. And you've probably heard him. If you've seen a advertisement for 911, the TV show, if you've seen any kind of promos for Jimmy Kimmel or big brother or the ghost whisperer or UFC fighting. I mean, it goes on and on and on. You can see his demos at thevoiceoftimpage.com, and Page is P-A-I-G-E dot com. Really talented guy. And he wrote a great post on Facebook about, quote, quitting your day job. And look, I think we all, for those of us that at least hate their day job, would love to quit their day job and sit at home in our jammies and just watch money from heaven. And Tim... Actually, well, he doesn't sit around in his jammies and wait for money from heaven, but he does have a vocal booth in his home, and he shared some insights, and I just wanted to share these with you. A lot of people ask me what steps they should take to quit their job and go all in on their dream thing. Most of them are voice actors, but others are entrepreneurs as well. He says. I have a hard time answering that because everyone's situation is different. We all have different needs and circumstances. We all need a different amount of income to make it. But I'll share what I believe are a few of the most important steps I took to put myself in the position to go full time. Sort of a pre-step. One of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard about going full time in voiceover, but applies really elsewhere is not to do it until it's costing you more than you're making in your full-time job not to leave. Meaning, the opportunities you have to turn down are worth more financially than your full-time job is making you. This was the case for me. It was the only reason I left. Don't do it because with the added hours, I have so much more potential. That's dangerous. Instead. Do it because you literally have to turn down the work. It's also worth noting that I have an incredibly supportive and wonderful wife who supports me chasing my dreams. Okay, key step for me, number one, get out of debt. For some, that's a lot easier than others. I had quite a bit of debt and it took me years and years to work my way out of it. But I worked three jobs at times. I had side hustles and freelanced and did whatever it took. For a time, I didn't go out or buy anything new. I followed Dave Ramsey's plan. It worked for me, but whatever plan you follow is probably fine. But being out of debt made it so much less stressful to take the leap. 
I don't have to worry about a ton of bills every month. Sure, we still have expenses, but on a really bad month, we're still okay because we don't have huge debt payments going out. Key step number two for me, reinvest. For the first maybe three years, I'm going to repeat that. For the first maybe three years, holy cow, I reinvested every single penny I made in voiceover back into my business. This is hard for people to do because they have bills. They want to enjoy the fruits of their labor. I know that income comes really hard in the first few years. So when you're just putting it back into your business, it's tough. But this step accelerated my career. This step is why I was able to go full-time so quickly. It's why my first agent was and is one of the biggest in the world. First, I bought coaching. I bought coaching before I even knew what voiceover really was. It helped me avoid the steep learning curve that's in the beginning of any voice actor's career. Eventually, I upgraded my gear, and then again later. I bought a hanging vocal booth since I was in an apartment at the time. Then later, when I bought my house, I built a custom booth. I reinvested in marketing, a website, branding, education, events, courses. I don't know what others have spent on coaching and training, but anytime I've shared the number with someone, they're blown away. But I was going all in, and so far, it's paid off. Obviously now, I don't reinvest every dollar I make back into the business, but I do reinvest a good portion of it because I'm not resting on my laurels. I want to get better. I have a long way to go, and I'm playing the long game here. Key step for me, number three, be open to opportunity. I do voiceover for some industries that typically don't ever use voiceover. I have clients who've hired me and I've turned them into some of the most lucrative accounts, all because I was open to it. My eyes are always scanning for what's next. How can I provide value? How can I fit into the marketplace? I've made the mistake of doing the opposite during my short voiceover career. I got too myopic. I focused on the area of voiceover I wanted most to work on and closed off the other areas, and it hurt my business badly. It took me a while to get back on track. Some people say you should just laser focus on the thing you most want to do, and that's cool if it works for you. For me, I found that being open to interesting opportunities has afforded me the peace of mind to be in the moment when those, quote, dream opportunities come up. The, quote, less fun stuff, yeah, those pay the bills. And the, quote, dream stuff lights me up inside. Key step number four, get your mind right. I'm still working on this one, and sometimes it fails me. But the times when my business is doing the worst is usually when my mind isn't right, when I'm too focused on what's not working, when I'm too focused on what I don't have instead of what I do, when I'm too desperate, when I'm too needy, envious. When I'm looking at peers, friends even, and thinking, I wish I had that. I didn't get that audition. Why not? Or I guess I'm not in the same league as them. One of the lowest points in my career so far came last year. I had a lot of questions about what was going on. 
I was scared and frustrated. I was doubting myself hardcore. I got a coaching session with someone I never worked with before to try and break the funk. And he said a few things to me that really did an amazing job pulling me out of that funk. It's usually when I clear my mind, focus on what I'm grateful for, and just do my things that seem to come together. I can be in the moment during auditions. I can focus on delivering on the script instead of trying to book a job. It's not so much about me anymore as it is about delivering the value my potential clients and my clients need. With a crappy mindset, everything is harder. And you can't wait for things to get better before you fix your mindset. The mindset's got to change first or nothing will change. All right, Tim says, that's it. That's my best advice for when someone asks me how to go full-time in their thing. I hope it's helpful. If not, well, as my dad would say, go take a for yourself. You can find Tim at thevoiceoftimpage.com or check out makemyintro.com. I've seen a couple of people that have made the jump from the nine to five. They've escaped the cubicle. And they all have a couple things in common. That's what I wanted to point out here. Number one, Tim has a very supportive spouse. Those are very, very handy to have. And if you have one, embrace them because they are hard to find. Number two, man, this one is easier said than done. No debt. Spoken from the guy who's still paying on student loans. It's hard to do. You get to eat a lot of ramen. It means not going out to eat. It means skipping the movie and maybe renting the DVD from the library. Yeah, easier said than done. But it allows you then, without that, it takes the pressure off. And when you have less pressure, it allows your attitude not to go in the toilet. He says when his attitude went in the toilet, everything goes down the toilet. So it's his attitude. And the one thing that really messed up his attitude is he talks about when you start comparing yourself to others. I see this so many times. Somebody be super happy with their podcast. Oh my gosh, I can't believe people are listening to me. And then somebody on a Facebook group says, yeah, I just celebrated eight gazillion downloads. And it it just steals their joy. And that drives me nuts. The other thing Tim did, he invested in coaching. And now, of course, you're going to say, of course you say that, Dave, you're a coach. But literally, I saw somebody, they emailed, they they sent a voice. I actually had somebody send a voicemail into my show, my other show, schoolofpodcasting.com. They said, Dave, I love you. This is such great stuff. I would love to join the School of Podcasting, but I'm on a teacher salary, but I did buy my ticket to Podcast Movement. That makes me scratch my head. Podcast Movement, the ticket's probably going to be somewhere between two and $500. So let's say $400 plus the hotel, plus the tickets to get there, and you won't spend $49 a month. Okay. So you need to think about that. And what did Tim say? He goes, when he talks about how much he spent on coaching, it blows people's mind. But what else did he say? It sped up his success. Now I'm going to add one more thing that Tim didn't say. If you spend money on coaching, if you spend money on courses, you need to cut out time in your day to take the action, to take the knowledge you get from these courses and put them into action. I'm guilty of this one. I'll take a course and I'll never go watch the course. I'll pay for it, 
fact, in some cases, I'm paying monthly for it, but I'm not taking time to actually go and watch the course. And then more importantly, take the knowledge I'm learning from the course and put it into play. So be very careful with that. Do it smart. When you're going to spend money on improving yourself, that's awesome. But knowledge is only power when you act on it. So again, check Tim out. He's at makemyintro.com or thevoiceoftimpage.com. I'll have links to these out in the show notes at More Podcast Money. If you're interested in some podcast coaching, I would love to work with you. Simply go out to podcastconsultant.com and I look forward to working with you. So who found that useful? I want to thank you so much for listening today. I hope you found today's episode useful. If you're interested in starting a podcast, come visit me over at schoolofpodcasting.com. If you're not new to podcasting, well, then come by the book, More Podcast Money, at our website, morepodcastmoney.com, or just do a search at Amazon for More Podcast Money. This is Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting asking you, who could use some more money? This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.